happy Friday. Class three milk futures sent us on another emotional roller coaster this week. And while it didn't go down a straight path, gains were ultimately realized over prior week. Yesterday, the market experienced limit higher moves, and today, class three is selling off. I'd say much of the volatility can be explained by speculation around government intervention, and that combats the bearish fundamentals heading into spring flush, as milk production is expected to see incredible gains. If you remember, at the beginning of this pandemic, basically a year ago, producers were starting to be met with some production limitations from co-ops, so milk was constrained during that time. Well, not anymore. Lucas, can you speak to the USDA's announcement this week and how ultimately heavy milk is expected to flow from the U.S. for the foreseeable future? Absolutely. Wow. Almost a year into this pandemic. Remember two weeks to flatten the curve? That seems like forever ago. Yeah. Uh, back to dairy, though. Yeah, it's kind of a, a battle of, of conflicting forces here in the market. Alyssa, your point on heavy milk production is one force there. U.S. producers, I think we've talked about this in, in recent weeks, just ramping up production at a very quick level as the herd size grows quickly and components and yields are very strong from the farm level. Product production has been strong. Stocks are increasing. So yeah, a lot of these fundamentals remain bearish into this week and likely are not going to change at any point soon. All of that is kind of conflicted against a, a waiting game that we're playing in terms of exactly how and where USDA is going to spend some of its billions of dollars that it has allocated to uh, support food and agricultural markets here. There are a variety of programs that we dive into in our forecast that's released today. Don't forget that there's significant money left in this round of the Farmers to Families Food Box program that hasn't yet been spent. There's also a dairy donation program that we're awaiting details on that should be announced at some point this month. Uh, we don't really know how or exactly when the time frame is that USDA will spend that $400 million. USDA has the potential to make direct payments to farmers that could support production. We're waiting on a Section 32 announcement for both cheddar and butter and exactly how USDA will make those purchases. And then just this week, the House Agriculture Committee passed a bill providing $16 billion to food and ag, of which $4 billion is allocated to the USDA for a variety of purposes, including purchasing, you guessed it, more dairy products. The trick here is trying to balance these bearish fundamentals that we have with all of this money that the government has set to spend. I think the best way to sum it up is that uh, when USDA makes their you know, surprise announcements, we could see short and possibly significant runs in some of these commodity markets, especially cheese. But I think overall, though, uh, that will be well balanced against the bearish fundamentals that we keep mentioning. Oh, that's a lot. No wonder these markets are giving us whiplash. You know, otherwise this week, the bulk of our focus was on building out our 18-month CME price forecast. You know, as I'm primarily focused on international markets, the influences that I honed in on for potential impact on global market price movements was China's internal milk and feed prices that continue to reach new heights. 
The interesting import diversification from the Middle East due to weaker oil prices as they shopped around for competitively priced dairy commodity products from regions such as Latin America. There was growth from Poland and then, of course, the U.S. on skim milk powder throughout 2020. I think a big factor here has been the continued logistical constraints that may deter business away from the U.S. for up to maybe another six months, depending on that, how that pans out. And, you know, all that considered, what were some of the key changes on our U.S. price forecasts that our customers should be on the lookout for for the release later today? Yeah, certainly a, a difficult month to chart in some numbers here. I think on cheese, we in January, our price forecast reflected some of that additional food box demand that was announced in early January. But after uh, that announcement into later January that USDA wasn't spending all that money at once, we've certainly toned back our cheese price expectations for the near term, at least. Into the back half of the year, they're are some green shoots of demand as we do foresee a food service demand recovery and some export potential, certainly much uh, stronger than exports were in the fourth quarter of 2020. On butter, fairly unchanged, I think, versus recent expectations. We're, we're still quite bearish, and I think prices much more aligned with the 2020 price curve than uh, if you looked back at the prior five-year average when butter was consistently above that $2 per pound mark. Not much uh, chance of that happening at all this year. And briefly, I guess on, on whey, certainly I think Chinese demand supports this market and that shows no signs of uh, relaxing here in the coming months. Whey well supported in the 50 cent range, at least through the first half of the year. And then non-fat, you mentioned it, Alyssa, logistical and export challenges really impacting this market in recent weeks. We're off 8% from the high at the beginning of February. I think those challenges will continue to impact the price. But if Asian demand persists, we could see some support into the back half of the year, especially as we do expect U.S. prices to remain cheaper versus skim from Europe or New Zealand. Thank you so much, Lucas. I hope you have an amazing weekend. And you as well. To those of you listening, don't forget to sign up for our webinar that'll take place on February 16th, where we'll do a deep dive on our forecast and price expectations over the next 18 months. The details can be found at www.highgrounddairy.com webinar. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.